0: Welcome to Pardon the Confusion. I'm Paul Arnold, he's Ernest Watts, and we love sports. Man, Ernest, there has been so much sports, and we have a list to go through, and people, if you like college football, if you like NFL talk, if you like dishing the dirt on which coaches are going where, you're going to like this podcast. Ernest, how many things have you watched in the last five days? I mean, of sports.
1: Oh, wow. Uh- Watched the college football championship. I watched Carolina play basketball last night. I watched a little bit of a hockey game, some NBA. Oh, man. I watched the two games, NFL games on Saturday. And back and forth, I wound up watching pieces of five games (laughs) on Sunday.
0: So I was watching the Tar Heels play Last weekend, and I text Ernest, I say, are you watching this game? And he says, yep, I'm in heaven. I'm with my, my son and my grandsons, and we're watching Tower Hill basketball. And I had to agree because as a Michigan fan, it doesn't get any better than this. Who's got better than us? Nobody. Unless you're living in Iraq, Michigan won the national championship of football. We celebrated, we danced. We danced when they beat Alabama because that seemed like too much to do.
1: You, and, you retired Saban.
0: Yeah. That's the rumor around here on the sports talk, but that's not true. But, um, yeah, to win the Big Ten three years in a row, to beat Ohio State three years in a row, win the national championship, this is the pinnacle. And Ernest texted me and said, enjoy it. This doesn't come around that often. And, and I've watched every YouTube video I can. Can I've looked at every highlight I can. I've watched the game a second time, at least the second half. Um I live near Ann Arbor, like ten minutes outside of Ann Arbor. So, wow, we our cup is full, Ernest. Our cup is full. But you know what's like when North Carolina wins the
1: oh yeah, March Madness. every decade of my life. Carolina has won the equivalent of one. If you know, I've seen six championships in my lifetime. But let let me ask you a question. I asked you a long time ago. Yes. I've asked you several times. I know.
0: I already have an answer for it.
1: Okay. You know what the question is.
0: Give the question for the listeners. You've often
1: said that you'd rather defeat Ohio State than win a national championship. Is that still true?
0: It is still true. I know it's hard to believe, but we, after we, like I play on the team, after Michigan beat Ohio State for the third year in a row. My son and I looked at each other and said, everything after this is gravy. And I think that took the pressure off us feeling like, oh, we had, you know, every game is life or death. But it is still true. It's like North Carolina versus Duke. It's like any rival you've never, they've you ever thought of. It's so bitter up here. And to hear Ryan Day over the last year try every way he can in Ohio State for Michigan to be derailed and to be defeated and for this to turn out this way was really uh, significant. And then you, if you watch the game, I enjoyed the hour after the game. Even if you don't like Jim Harbaugh and think he's weird, and he is a little strange. If we're you, if you, all weird. Yeah.
1: We're we're all weird.
0: <laughs> but you can't deny the guy loves his family. There's his brother giving him a hug. He hugs his dad. He hugs his mom. On the trophy stage, he turns to his dad and gives his dad the microphone. And his dad... What question do you have for the world? And he says, no, who has it better than us? Nobody. And I thought Jack Harbaugh was going to have a heart attack. His face was all red. I'm saying, please don't give a heart attack. But just the the joy in that family. And sometimes Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh is too scripted, but you can't deny he knows football. And the big turning point with everything I've read, what really happened with Michigan football is during COVID, they were going in the wrong direction. Harbaugh had been here about four years Uh, three and a half years, and he knew it was in the wrong direction. So he sent an email to the whole team saying things are going to change, and he got rid of six assistant coaches. He started to be more relatable to the players. He invested in their lives, and that made a world of difference. And somebody said he finally found a group of players that love football almost as much as he does, the workout, the play drawing up, everything. And you could just see in that game how much Michigan wanted it and how much they were pointing to it. So, from your point of view, what impressed you most about Michigan's win?
1: Well, you know, I picked them before the playoffs. Uh, you did. You were, a little bit, you were a little bit more cautious, so to speak. Their defense, uh, their defense, their ability to to take away the run of both Washington and Alabama, and and be able to get pressure with only four guys. That means so much. It. it in pro in college football is when you do not have to blitz a linebacker or a safety or a corner and you can get full coverage. You can, you can get seven out there in the backfield and get pressure with four that that really opens up a lot of what your defense can do. Like I said, offensively they really got flat in the third period, but it was the defense that constantly kept them in the game. I was, Concerned about special teams both against Alabama and against Washington. Particularly, Washington was winning the, the field position game in the second half. But their defense, I mean, that's that's truly the thing. I think mean, Coach Moore will get a lot of credit for the offense and the running attack and the offensive line. I know you had questions about the offensive line before the playoffs, but I think that was one of the better defenses we've seen. Right. And that, I think that's what. Really won the game. You shut down a prolific, the hottest team in college football in Alabama. You shut down an offensive juggernaut in an undefeated Washington team. So, you know, a lot of credit goes to you, know, to Column and your other running backs, but I, I think it was the defense for me. That, 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 I never, you know, when, when Washington crept back within a touchdown. I never, ever at any time felt that they could score again mm. on Michigan.
0: I didn't think that because. Well, I know, but I'm about Yeah, I didn't dance until the last interception and they run it back. But the key that I think happened for Michigan was about four years ago, they brought in Mike McDonald from the Ravens. Jim borrowed a guy from John from the pros. He brought the attitude that defensive linemen, you should have eight of them and rotate them in and out. Keep them fresh, keep them big and fast. And they're big and fast. You know, one guy's like 340, and he's like a cat out there. And you kept on seeing different faces in the defense. Like, they'd rotate the linebackers, too. They were so deep in defense. And then when Mike McDonald went back to the Ravens, um, Jesse Minter took over, and they didn't miss a beat. Um, And they played man-to-man, but they also mixed it up. And Penix, poor guy, was so beat up. One of the things I noticed also was it seemed like during the game, both sides were sort of, you know, giving a nod to their head or shaking hands throughout the game. Like they showed a lot of respect to Penix. And there's one shot of Penix is walking off the field to in the tunnel with a towel over his head. And Harrell, one of the linebackers for Michigan, runs up, stops him, and says, you know, like, good game, man, and, and gave him a little tribute, and then went back out to celebrate. And to me, that was really a nice class act for Michigan to do that. And a lot of respect to the two teams. And they're both going to be in the Big Ten next year.
1: Yeah, they play each other, I think, at Michigan. Right. And then, well, you know, if DeBoer's still there, but that's a subject we'll talk about in a few minutes. Yes, it is. But it's it's interesting when you look at the top two teams in the NFL, the Ravens and the 49ers, both those teams are teams that get great pressure from the front four and they rotate their defensive line and they're both known for their defense. I mean, Frisco's done a little bit more for their offense, but, but the Ravens, of course is known for the defense. And I think that again, there aren't that many good pass rushing defensive linemen in college football and the pros. And I think that just, that, that allows you to do so much that, 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 Again, I thought that was the outstanding factor with with Michigan in that respect. Yeah. Now, the big question, which everybody's asking, <laughs> is Harbaugh going to stick around? Yeah, how are going to go? Supposedly, and I have not heard him say this, but there are those who say that he wants to be the fourth individual to win a national championship in a Super Bowl. Can you name the other three?
0: Um, national championship and super bowl. Jimmy Johnson. That's one. Uh, Barry Switzer. That's
1: two. Um, Pete Carroll. There you go. Look at you. Yeah. That's the three. Yeah. He did, I, I haven't heard him say that. Uh, and, and I know he's really been linked with the chargers but the Chargers management has cheap. never been one. Yeah, they're cheap. They're cheap in that respect. I mean, that's probably the team that that's the plum job, I would say, to a certain extent. I think Tennessee can be, too.
0: Because of Herbert?
1: Because of Herbert. And because, look at your defense. You've got uh, 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 Bosa and you've got uh, Mac.
0: Yeah, but Bosa yeah. always gets hurt. Mac is starting to get old.
1: Yeah, but still that... Hey, you think he's coming to Carolina? <laughs> you think he's going to New England? I mean, you know, of all the choices, to me the plum jobs are the plum jobs that are open in the NFL is Tennessee and, and, and again, the, the Chargers.
0: Yeah, he's not going to Seattle if Pete Carroll's still in the front office. I'll put it that way.
1: I think Pete Carroll wants to coach.
0: Oh, I think I he's think, moving on.
1: Yeah, I, I think he's going to coach somewhere.
0: So would you rather have Pete Carroll washed up or um, – Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. I they know, I know. It's a hot take.
0: Give me a break. Give me a break. Okay. Or, or Belichick washed up. I think they're both washed up.
1: Uh, no. I, he had a winning record. One bad game, his quarterback was out for two games. All right, which
0: one would you rather have, Belichick or – Oh, Carroll.
1: Carroll. I think Pete Belichick's Carol. only in it for one reason, and that's to break Don Shula's record. And that's going to be difficult to do. And I don't know. There's only one owner I see taking Belichick. He's not going to go to the West Coast. Washington? No. There, I'll say two. Okay. I say Tennessee. I can see him going there because that leaves him in the conference and do a little revenge work, which everybody's beating the Patriots. That's the reason he's the reason why they're so sorry. But let me tell you a wild scenario. Let's say Dallas loses in the first. (laughs) Jimmy and Belichick. I mean, he brought in in Parcells.
0: Uh, I don't know how much ego can fit underneath
1: the Jerry Dome. That's a big dome. (laughs) Again, Belichick is motivated by one thing he wants to break. I think he's got to win 14 games. To break uh, uh, Shula's record. All-time wins.
0: Yeah, I I just don't think as many teams will want Belichick as everybody thinks.
1: Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if no one wants him. I really don't.
0: Because he's not personable. He's not young enough to relate. He's stuck in his own ways.
1: Full control. He's going to want full control. And,
0: and And Brady leaving saying, I'm sick of this Belichick control stuff. I can win somewhere else also sort of revealed how much it was a Brady, you know, making the difference.
1: I mean, the only place that he could get full control would be Washington. Tennessee's not going to give it to him because they wouldn't give it to the last coach. But does he want to go someplace
0: wanted... that's going to take five years to rebuild? No, that's
1: it. That's it. That's four years to break the record. No, I mean, I wouldn't be highly, I wouldn't be surprised I think Pete Carroll has a better chance of coaching than Belichick. And where would
0: Pete Carroll go? Where do you think he
1: would I go? I could see Washington.
0: Yeah, he is that type of guy that can build a lot of energy. He, who was the guy who was at Washington that built it up when he was an older guy? Um, I can't, uh, Allen? Shanahan? No, Allen.
1: Oh. oh, George Allen.
0: George Allen, that's long time ago. Was the an older the gut coach. He went in there and he just was all positivity and he got it going.
1: And and he brought in everybody over the age of thirty five.
0: Yeah, Riggins. Mike and,
1: Shanahan. Shanahan did a pretty good job. Shanahan got RG three into the playoffs with a broken, busted leg. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah, well, we're wandering here. So let's. Okay. So we're just go blue. There's going to be a parade tomorrow. We're all in love with what's happening you going? here. You going? Um, I am not going I mean, to the parade, unfortunately. Uh, it's gonna be raining and snowing and then they're charging money after the parade at the Chrysler Center to go in and, and hear the more speeches. You can go to the parade for free. Um but anyways. I
1: mean I, hey, I mean, me and Travis were at the Panthers and won Super Bowl fifty. We made plans to go to the parade. Ah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh yeah. I mean how do you think it'll be twenty seven years before you'll see another championship?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people Whoa. in Michigan that well, I'm, gonna, I'm going off topic here for a sec. A lot of okay. people before the national championship game, or Michigan fans, said, "When is this going to ever happen again?" So they paid, I don't know, two, three thousand dollars for tickets. They paid, you know, another two or three grand for um, flying, and you know, it's really expensive. But they were saying, "This is a once in a lifetime thing." You're right. The parade might be a once in a lifetime thing. The last time I did something like that in Ann Arbor. Was like 2008 or 2006 or seven? No, 2007. Do you know what happened 2007 in Ann Arbor that I had to take David to because it was once in a lifetime Michigan fan experience?
1: Wow. Uh, Bo died before then. So no, it was Bo, when Bo
0: died and the funeral was, was in okay. the big house, and we went in the funeral, and after we left before it was totally over, and we saw Trestle... And we saw Tommy Amaker coming out. We saw different people, but it was it was one lifetime thing. Anyways, enough Michigan talk. Go blue! Great year. So we've already hinted that we want to talk about coaches. Let's talk about uh, Saban down in Alabama. We have criticized him, at least I have, for many years. That he's a great, great coach. He saw loopholes in the in the gray scholarships and keeping people on and, and they couldn't transfer out. And ever since the transfers and the portal happened, I think his joy just slowly drained from him. Like, you know, you're taking away the lifeblood of a vampire almost. It's like,
1: I I can't see him taking a day off. I don't think he's probably taking a day off in twenty some years.
0: No, I don't think so either.
1: But, but you've got to put, I mean, to me, he's the greatest coach of all time. You got to put him on Mount Rushmore.
0: I think you do too. Him and Belichick should be there. I get
1: it. Him, if you're talking about greatest coaches, him, Belichick, and Kay. Now, I'm prejudiced. I'd put Dean there. But, of course, you'd to put Wooden. So that'd be your four. had have to leave Dean off as much as I hate to. But it'd be Wooden, Kay, uh, Belichick, and Saban.
0: It's amazing what Sabin could do at different places and the, how he took – washed up coaches, and almost proved to everybody that his system worked and worked. But this year might have been his hardest job. I mean, we, how soon we forget that if it wasn't for a bomb pass in Auburn and beating Georgia because Georgia was worn down, that he wouldn't have had such a great year.
1: See, the the thing the difference that, that separates him from Belichick in is Belichick's kryptonite is Belichick never adapted and changed. Sabin changed. When he had great running backs, he had a run-heavy approach. When he got beat uh, by Clemson, he picked up a more wide-open offense with RPOs. He didn't run RPOs when he first started. He adopted to his personnel, and he adopted to the changes in football. I think that's what really separates him. You know, the thing that we always criticize Belichick about is is him and Brady. You know, with one without the other. He could not win without Brady. Uh, Saban could win at LSU. He could win at at Alabama. Didn't matter to quarterback.
0: Michigan State, remember, before he went to LSU, he turned Michigan State around.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the greatest underrated coaches of all time is Joe Gibbs, who won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. And to me, that's coaching.
0: Yeah. Definitely,
1: it's hard to delineate, particularly when you look at uh, the problems he had in Cleveland when he alienated the whole coaching staff and the 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 fans by by cutting uh, Kozar and bringing in Testaverde as the quarterback. So people people kind of conveniently forgot, kind of like people forget Saban's two years in oblivion with the Dolphins. People forget Belichick really stumbling and falling at at Cleveland. And his one day as coach of the Jets.
0: (laughs) That was a strange day. All right, let's keep moving. We've got lots to cover. Who's going to be the next Alabama coach?
1: Uh, If it's not DeBoer and it's not the FSU coach, it's going to be someone young that you probably didn't think about. I don't know if DeBoer wants to leave. This is, this is to me, this is harder than when uh, Gene, I forgot his last name, replaced uh, Wooden.
0: Gene Stall. St- oh, you mean, oh, uh, UCLA basketball.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: Gene, I can't remember his last name. I thought no, you were going no. Gene Stallings and Bill Curry on me.
1: No, no, Alabama. no, no, no. This isn't like replacing Bear which was rough too because they went through Shula and they went through
0: Ray Perkins.
1: Ray Perkins was first after.
0: Yeah. Ray um, Perkins, Gene Stallings. And
1: and remember the bear died one month after his last game. He coached. Wow. I mean, that's the, I mean, that's all he knew was coaching. Right. Right. But it's like I said, DeBoer is an offensive genius. and, And again, but that's a hard job to take because if you don't win a national championship next year, yeah. you Well,
0: that's why we've been playing around in some of our text messages that do you just bring in some guy that you think it just will hold the water bucket for a while until the next one comes along. I don't think is going because he's not an Alabama guy. And then the coach down at Florida State I think is excellent coach. But I think Noel. he's, he's Noel. too invested in Florida State. It's too early in his career there. Then you get to Lane Kiffin, who would do anything no, for an extra no, buck. No. But I don't think Alabama there, wants him. So the Bill O'Brien consolation prize, is that what I'm thinking right now?
1: That might be it. There are two names that, that people have mentioned that are automatically disqualified because of the Mike Price situation, and I'll get into that in a second. But uh, Kiffen and Urban Meyer will not be the next Alabama coats. <laughs> There was a coach hired for Alabama in the period between Saban and uh, uh, Bear Bryant, Mike Price. Yeah. He was fired before he even coached the game. He was the Washington State. He was uh, Ryan Leaf's coach when they went to the Rose Bowl. Well, he went out to a boosters meeting, uh, went to a strip joint, took one of the ladies to a hotel room. And made such noise screaming, roll tide, roll tide, during the night's activities, that he was fired within a week and never coached a game. They're never ever gonna bring in somebody who will even have the hint of of dirtying up the good name of Alabama. So Urban Meyer with his activities in his restaurant and Lane Kiffin, who's again a little flaky, nope. They're not going to come. They're not going to be it.
0: Right, right. I think they would rather go with an assistant for a while and see how it goes out.
1: I could see O'Brien for a short period of time. He's fairly young, and I don't see uh, Sarkazian coming from Texas. No,
0: nah, he's too early in his Texas career to do that. All right, so we're going to keep moving on. and We've already touched on it. NFL coach openings. So let's go through each team and make some guesses. Okay. Uh, Patriots.
1: Uh, it's going to be Jared Mayo, their defensive coordinator.
0: Wow. Not Vrabel?
1: No. No.
0: Wow. I wish, I
1: wish Vrabel was going to Carolina, but he's not.
0: Where's he going? Nowhere?
1: Uh, if, if Harbaugh doesn't go to San Diego, I see him going to San Diego.
0: You mean Los Angeles?
1: I mean Los Angeles. Boy, I'm sure my age. The Chargers. I should have just said Chargers. Uh, he's going to the Chargers if Harbaugh doesn't go.
0: Commanders are going to get who?
1: Pete Carroll.
0: Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Your Panthers.
1: Uh, I know they want Ben Johnson, but I don't think they'll get him. I think the defensive coordinator, Ivago, is probably going to be the head coach. Las Vegas. Boy, that's another place Harbaugh would be interested in. I don't see Vrabel going there. Uh if they'd be smart, they'd keep Pierce. I think he's he's shown he can do the job. Seattle. The Raiders, and they're never smart. Raiders are going I mean, the Seahawks are going to sign Dane Quinn, the Cowboys... Uh, the defensive coordinator. Day.
0: Yeah, he's he's good. He took out Atlanta to the Super Bowl and then never recovered after that big loss.
1: Yeah, the, the rumor was that Belichick would go to uh, Atlanta or Dane Quinn, and I don't see either one of them because that's just a reminder of the biggest collapse in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because those are the guys. And the other rumor was Vrabel um, going to uh, Atlanta, but then again he'd bring in the coach. They just fired his offensive coordinator. So that'd be a little, uh, shall we say, difficult to deal yeah.
0: with. Yeah. No, you can't do that. Did I miss a team in there? Ah, uh, did you say Tennessee? Um, I don't, I don't think I did.
1: Okay, Tennessee, boy, that's wide open. And and I, I feel for the, they feel as if their offense has somewhat become discombobulated. I'd more likely see Ben Johnson go to Tennessee than any other team.
0: And Ben Johnson's the offensive coordinator for the,
1: the Lions. Lions,
0: and glad he stuck around for another year. All right, so. Um, let's talk about.
1: I've employed everybody now. <laughs> <laughs> so, playoffs, playoffs.
0: Well, part. Oh, you saw the commercial where they brought him back with. Um, who was it? The guy there was a TV commercial with oh, Kevin Hart and yeah. um, that's no, his, Ur- what's his name? The coach, Jim Mora, Jim, Mora. Jim Mora. and they're pl- they're doing a riff off of that. It was funny.
1: Almost as good as, that, that's too much magic, too much. Fitz yeah, magic. and I would. I
0: Fitzpatrick, yes, I get it. Um, so let's go on and talk about, I guess, NFL picks. Is that where we're at?
1: Yeah, yeah, but now remember this. Let's get you started. In the first round, you have two uh, visitor teams always win every year.
0: Oh.
1: So we will have, I don't know if there are upsets, but we're going to have two away teams win. She's going to start with Saturday. Browns well, at I'm
0: afraid I'm not up to speed here, so i got to
1: bring oh, I know, it up I here. know, I know him. I can bring it to you. Right, Browns, you Browns at Texans, Saturday afternoon, four o'clock.
0: Browns at Texans. Texans win going away. Browns. Oh, my gosh. You are be- the drinking the of cookie. Joe Flacco. Kool-Aid.
1: Flacco magic.
0: No, magic. Flacco is going to crash. He's too old. There's a reason he was on his couch.
1: And Stavansky is the coach of the year because he has won with four. He's won 12 games with four quarterbacks. It's kind of like Gibbs, right? In that Yeah.
0: Okay. So you're picking the Browns. I'm picking the Texans.
1: Yes. Now the Peacock game, which everybody's being upset because you have to get Peacock to watch it, where it will be five degrees above zero. Uh, the Taylor Swift Bowl. <laughs> As uh, the Miami Dolphins will be visiting Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Yeah, is that cold in the Chiefs this weekend? They're predicting it's going
1: five degrees is what they're predicting,
0: and they don't have a heated field, I guess. Like Green no, Bay.
1: No no, 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 no.
0: Well, yeah, Chiefs. You got to go with the Chiefs because oh yeah, the yeah. Dolphins have been fading the last couple games. Anyways,
1: they're beat up on defense. And I've got a, a friend of the family. Who's thirty six years old, they signed him off the streets and he's starting. Uh they're they're bringing guys off the street on defense. And yeah, they're not good. And Cole makes even though this is the return of uh a former Kansas City wide receiver, oh yeah. Yep. Mr. Hill, who has been very demonstrative since he's left there, uh he better have good gloves, is all
0: Yeah, all he better buckle up his uh helmet too, because there's a few guys that didn't appreciate oh, yeah. his smack talk.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he'll, there'll be a few. Uh, he he will garner at least one late hit.
0: Well, you may be w- like a situation where they know that's just the way he is. You know, sometimes you give more leeway to somebody who's just always talking.
1: But he's injured also, so I mean, he was limping in the game against uh, Buffalo. So that'd be interesting. Speaking of Buffalo, yes, one o'clock on Sunday. Sunday, on Sunday, Sunday. CBS. And Paramount, if you have it, that's this is the, Jim
0: Nance. Yes, yeah, from Cold Buffalo,
1: from Richfield, as the Steelers come to visit. I guess I, you know. Are you, are you going to pick an upset with the Steelers? You picked an upset no, with no, the Browns. No, 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 Bills. Do you know the longest the coach with the longest uh, stay at a team. Steelers. Right yeah. It's Mike Tomlin. Do you know who has the longest consecutive years he's been coaching? How many years has he coached? Fourteen. Uh, well, he's coached 14, but there's another coach who's coached more years. He's just had two teams. This guy has coached for 24 years.
0: Chiefs? Right? Andy
1: Reid? Yes, Andy Reid. Yeah. Who's the who's the second in length of state with one team? I'm uh, very, very familiar with his brother. Oh, Harbaugh. Yeah. He was hired the year after Tom went. Yeah. Steelers?
0: Yeah, you have to admit, the Kansas no, City no. Chiefs commercials with – Andy Reid have been hilarious to see. Oh,
1: yeah. But but uh, the Bills have gotten incredibly hot. You know Allen's going to throw at least one pick. But uh, Tomlin has done just a great job. I mean, can you name three guys <laughs> off the Steelers right now? I, mean, I can. Rudolph every... quarterback. Oh, the quarterbacks. Just name the quarterbacks.
0: Well, and then, yeah, I know. They have Pickett, and then they have um, the North Carolina dude. But they have two good <laughs> running backs. they got a. Good tight end. The question is, can their defense hang in there against the Bills? I agree. Bills are going to win that.
1: Yeah, they've had several linebackers. And, and again, Watts out for the game. So that's their big uh, pass rush.
0: Yeah, uh, they, they did good to get to that level. Come on.
1: They're, they're happy to get to that And Ravens Four are o'clock. going to
0: heal up and run the table. Come on.
1: Four o'clock game. Uh, a classic that we've known for years. Green Bay at Dallas.
0: Dallas rolls at home. Yeah. Love is not the real deal yet. I think he still has – he looks – he occasionally looks good, but then he fumbles and makes mistakes. And Cowboys just are so strong, and the refs are on their side, and they'll cheat and not let somebody in the Packers catch a touchdown pass in the end zone.
1: Since I know the referee of the <laughs> Detroit game, that I might be a little sensitive to that. I think it'll be close till the third quarter, and then it'll blow out. Yeah, and your Sunday night game.
0: Well, just stay there for a second. Okay, I do think Dan Campbell had a a play where multiple offensive linemen went up to the referee and talked to him, so that the other team, Dallas, did not know which one of them was going to be the receiver. I, I do think Campbell was trying to pull a fast one, but
1: anyways, he should have done something when the referee did not announce it because usually the referee will get on the PA and say, number 65 is reporting as an eligible receiver. Nobody did that. Nope. And I don't know if that fell on Brad Allen. I don't know who it fell on, but, but and it's interesting because if, if everybody holds serve, that'll be your second round game. Again, Detroit will be at Dallas. But yeah. we jump ahead of ourselves.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, so I think Cowboys will win that.
1: Yes. Uh, your Sunday night game is the Matt Stafford bowl. <laughs> Stafford returns to Ford field as the champs from two years ago. Uh, the young and up and coming Matt Campbell's Detroit lions.
0: I think they'll roll. I think they're really got chip on their shoulder. I think the Rams were fortunate to get this far. And I will have to say about Stafford is he better put on his rib protector and everything else, because they're they're coming for him. He's a good guy, Matt Stafford, but Lions are so motivated. And Jared Goff, the only thing I worry about him is being too hyped up for this game to prove the Rams wrong.
1: Well, they'll run the ball. They'll establish the run before he has to throw. But how about your tight end? How about the porter? He got injured at the last game. Yeah,
0: the latest report on him is they interviewed him says you know I went through walkthrough today. I think I can probably play, but I don't know for certain on Friday. He's gonna play, I think. I really do.
1: He and hyperextended
0: bring, his knee. He didn't tear
1: it, which is always good at this time of the year. Uh, uh, Watt can tell you that T.J. Watt from the Steelers, because he's going to be out. Well, he wasn't going to play but one game anyway, because they're going to be eliminated. And Monday night's game, the the Eagles against the offensive punchless Buccaneers.
0: I know this is the garbage bowl. I oh. think
1: the I think the Eagles will win. That's your second. Visiting team.
0: Yeah, the Eagles are a strange story how quickly they've dropped oh, off. No.
1: There's an easy answer to this. This all started when Matt Patricia became the defensive <laughs>
0: coordinator. <laughs> the curse of Matt Patricia. They, yeah, the Lions they, know it well.
1: When they named him five games ago the defensive coordinator, they haven't stopped the win, much less another team. <laughs> there, there's, the, there's the problem, right? There. They're just scoring. It's I again, one of those guys who was in the proximity of Belichick is considered to be a genius. Still has that pencil in his hat. It's so ridiculous looking. But, but you know, it, 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 again, Baker Mayfield's been a great story. He had a great year. I think he was second in touchdown passes. But they're a punchless offensive team. They have no one to run the ball. And I think the Eagles will collect themselves and figure – how closely they got to not even being in the playoffs. I think this will be an added value. And the one victory before they go to San Francisco and get pummeled, beat off the few, beat off the face of the earth, destroyed by the 49ers. So we hold serve two teams on the road for me Win you've only got one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's, that's the thing. Why the playoffs are interesting. I think there's, you think there's more upsets the first round than the second round?
1: Yeah, there usually is, statistically, if you look at it.
0: And who's the hottest team going into the playoffs?
1: Oh, man. Uh, Buffalo.
0: Buffalo, definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: And so the, the question is, Buffalo beats the Steelers. Do they play the Ravens
1: next? They would be the lower seeds, so yes, they would play the Ravens.
0: Well, they're number two seed, so the Ravens would be, play the winner of the— Chiefs-Dolphins, I think.
1: Yeah, they played the Chiefs. Chiefs would go to the Ravens. And then you've got... uh,
0: The Ravens versus the...
1: uh, Texans, or... It depends. If Cleveland wins, they would go to Baltimore. And then Kansas City would go to uh, Buffalo.
0: Yeah. I, I see Ravens and Bills... And, you know, if Bills are that hot, but the Ravens just look so impressive. The way they handled the 49ers was almost shocking.
1: But, you know, you got that week off. It's kind of hard. We, we saw that in baseball.
0: But you get healthy, you though. You lose
1: momentum. You, and you lose momentum. To the I don't – I think the problem is Allen, you know, he's going to throw a pick. He does it in every game. He didn't lead the league in picks. He was second. <laughs> and I think any turnovers to the Ravens is is – just instant food that helps them out a much. Be interesting, Kansas City, uh Mahomes has never played a playoff game on the road.
0: Yeah, this is just not Kansas City's year. They're still yeah. ten and six, which is pretty doggone impressive. I
1: think they had one of the top two defenses in the league.
0: Yeah, but their I mean, wide receivers are pitiful.
1: Uh, true. And and a certain tight end is I think too starstruck. No,
0: they took That's him fun. away. The defense has finally said after the fourth game, oh. you can't beat us. We're not going to let you beat us with Kelsey. We'll double him every time, and your wide receivers can't catch the ball."
1: They have had success with a two tight end setup. I've yeah. seen that, and they split him up as a as a flanker. Like he's a and decoy other, now. Yeah, his the other tight end is actually pretty good. I mean, he's he's done pretty consistent job. Or do you They've think this is the
0: with? Uh, the coach who went to Washington, Benamy or Bellamy. Do you think this is a fact that when he left, they got the guy from the Chicago Bears, former head coach, and it's just gone downhill since
1: then? No, I think they haven't replaced the, the receivers. Uh, the kid who was at S- Pittsburgh, who came there last year, is with New England now. Yeah. With the three names, and I cannot remember for the life of me. I just think the quality of the wide receivers has gone down. And a couple of them that they've gotten from other teams, this kid from Green Bay, and the kid they got from the Giants in the middle of the year, uh, we're seeing why those teams traded them away. Right. right? Yeah. I, I mean, they they led the league in drops.
0: And y- yeah, and just, Mahomes doesn't throw that hard of a ball. He throws a nice ball. It's not a oh, yeah a bullet.
1: It's not like he, yeah, You're right. He throws a very consistent, easy to catch. And it's usually easy around the, the receiver. It's just they're bad wide receivers. Yeah. That's why they won't repeat this year. Yeah. Plus, the running attack has been inconsistent. Defense is better. Uh, their defense backfield is a little questionable, but their front seven is, is fierce. Nice.
0: All right, so um, before we get to our few good moments, I'm going to go back to the Michigan National Champ. After the big win and we celebrated, I told my son and my wife that I'd buy them something with a national championship logo or something connected with that. And you, and you chimed in and said, wait a while, it goes down in a hurry. What's, what do you think is more valuable or more appreciated? A national championship hat, hoodie, or
1: T-shirt? Well, consider the weather where you live in Dexter, <laughs> I'd say a hoodie. Uh, but, but I have noticed in the past, hoodies tend to be confiscated by the female, relative oh, oh, to what's due by blood. Oh, wow. Um, I have championship rings, uh, two of which you sent me. Yes, yes. That I wear all the time. People ask me if they're real, and I go, look at me. Did I look like I played on those teams? It says 1958. Well,
0: tell them which ones I sent you. They're they're knockoffs, obviously.
1: Uh, You sent me the 1970 Baltimore Colts Super Bowl and the 1958, which is the greatest game ever played, Baltimore Colts. Since that time, I have picked up uh, the last three. Carolina, one's Michael Jordan. I have a Stanley Cup ring from 2006
0: with the Hurricanes. (laughs) Do you rotate these to wear around?
1: Yes. I put them all in my hands like uh, Like Bill Russell. Well, I was going to say Bill Russell. Yeah, Bill Russell. Or Bill Jackson. Uh, And I have uh, Orioles 1970.
0: Nice. And, folks, if you wonder where you get it, go on eBay. There's all these Chinese knockoffs. That you can buy them from. So, anyway, so, you did, so you're saying the best thing to buy is a hoodie, but they get taken by other people in the household.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hats are, you now, see, you're coming from a man who's looking at his 500 hats, he's looking at. <laughs> uh, see, the hats, you're afraid of getting out and getting wet and ruined and messed up. You got to scotch guard it. T shirts are nice, but after a couple of washings, they're going to fall apart.
0: So I hear the hoodie is a strong contender in all this.
1: Yes, the hoodie, and the, the plaque, and the Sports Illustrated Commemorative Edition. Oh,
0: that's right. Is, P- put another plug in there. i got oh, yes, to get yes, yes, Sports yes. Illustrated when I can find
1: it. The, the, the cover is already on their website. You the might be
0: website. able to find them quicker there than down he, up here, because up no, here no, they're going to no. be bought
1: in a hurry. No, they're regional. They don't oh. sell them anywhere else for that area. All right, uh, column, keep... column is on the front cover, and it says... Uh, Big Blue Heaven. Big Blue Heaven. Who's that on? J.J.
0: McCarthy or Corum? No, Cor- Corum. Corum.
1: That, that touchdown.
0: Blake Corum.
1: Yeah, the little one who did the little 360 and went in. Yeah. That's the picture uh, yeah. on the front. Amazing. Number. And they usually do game by games because they don't publish weekly now. And they'll pick three players that they'll deep dives into. And then they'll pick the all-time Michigan team. And they'll do a article from the last championship. Which remembers the which brings up the ironic imagery as the two coaches that recently won national championships for Michigan, neither one of them were named Bo Shemblecker
0: Yeah, a Lloyd Carr, and then of course Jim Harbaugh. So the
1: greatest coach. Yes. I'll say Fritz Chrysler. Uh
0: Why was he the greatest coach? It's because he beat Ohio State, Ernest. That was the thing.
1: That was it. He came from Miami of Ohio.
0: But he used to coach under Woody. But that's a whole other thing. We need to start wrapping this podcast up. So we're getting down to our final good moments. Ernest, what do you got?
1: I got good news and bad news. Uh Uh-oh. The bad news first. Uh, A sad passing. First-strike gum will no longer be manufactured. That little product that his kids, when we chewed on it, it, had great flavor for all of ten seconds, is being taken off the manufacturing. It is not only it's not owned by Beechnut anymore. Oh, so okay. German companies. So soon, um, fruit, fruit stripe gum will be a distant memory of our childhood.
0: I thought they didn't make it already, but yeah, okay. they do. Okay,
1: like banana seats for bicycles and putting baseball cards in your spokes to get that sound, all those things to your childhood slowly going away. Still make like Cracker Jacks.
0: Yes. But there the prizes a, are lame.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, well, like, Hey, look at how much you pay for them. <laughs> uh, a great movie on Netflix, leave the world behind uh, with Julia Roberts. And I'm not usually a big Julia Roberts fan, but it is one of the most suspenseful movies I have seen. Let um, I me mean, say enough without saying. And that saying says it
0: all. a lot. You've seen a lot of. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Movies. It it evoked for me memories of the morning of 9 11 when I was in Charlotte and I desperately wanted to get back to my family. Yeah. A family leaves New York to go, they rent a house in Long Island for a weekend. And then everything starts going wrong. Phones go down. Internet goes down. No cars. Uh, They hear high-pitched noises. The Havana effect, if you're very familiar with it. Down in Havana and uh, Russia, in the American embassies, they had high-pitched noises, which affected individuals' health to the extent they started losing their teeth. The owners, who are of a different race, in the middle of the night show up. And there is antagonism between both couples. As, as you get through the movie, you find out this is a classic military approach, three steps. You isolate the members of a country. No internet, no phones, no travel. The roads are clogged up because all of the uh, <laughs> you love this Elon Musk's electric cars crank themselves up and they block all the roads.
0: <laughs> like I bet he wrote that
1: part. Yes, uh, drones are dropping pamphlets in Arabic and North Korean. And again, the the uh, Marshana Ali, who is the protagonist in this movie, he's the owner of the house states that he worked on a military project. And the first step, of course, is to isolate them. The second step is to confuse people. And the third step is chaos. They will fight amongst themselves and create havoc and brutality enough that an army will not have to come in. And you never get the answers you expect. And I love open-ended movies. And they uh, don't have
0: closure at the end is what you're saying.
1: Oh, no, no, no. And the the youngest daughter has a fit because when the power goes down and the internet goes down, she's watching the last episode of Friends. And she gets upset at the fact she'll never find out how Friends ends. (laughs) That's not the idea the power's out. Not the idea there's no internet. Not the idea that their loved ones are probably gone. And then animals start showing up. Hordes of Deers and Flamingos. Uh, again, uh, Ethan Hawke is in it also. She, he plays the husband. It is an unsettling movie, but I highly recommend it. Hmm.
0: And how many people will now say, let me Google the ending so I just know for myself?
1: Well, you'll, the ending has no ending. Hmm. Like I said, it's, it's very, and I like that, you know, my all time favorite, one of my all time favorite movies is The Thing, which has a a, a very open ending, which you don't know who's who, uh, that's Blade Runner, has a very open ending, you don't know if Decker is a replicant or not, I like, I like movies that force you to think, Mm. so I highly recommend this, um... Like I said, one of the the better movies I've I've seen this year. I also saw Equalizer 3 where Denzel's pretty much doing Clint Eastwood. Right. But there's one line about it in the movie. He's rescued by a doctor uh, when he gets shot and and the doctor tries to determine whether he should harbor him and the doctor says, are you a good man or a bad man? And... And... uh, I, I really enjoyed this part that, that, that Denzel says, I don't know. Hum. And later on. Uh, I thought
0: he was going to say, it, depends on how what person you no, are. No, no, no.
1: He says, I don't know. Later on, he asked the doctor, why'd you let me stay? Even after I said that, he said, only a good man would say he doesn't know if he's good.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So I thought, wow, man, that is deep. Deep. Deep, deep. Deep. But deep. That's that's my movie going. So yes.
0: back to the Super Bowl before we wrap this up.
1: Yes, who do I got? Who am I picking?
0: So I, you can tell I'm leaning heavily on the Ravens playing the Forty Nine ers, like everybody else in the world. If there's any surprise, Buffalo gets in instead of the Ravens, and then I don't think that Brock Purdy's good enough to get the Forty Nine ers over the top. But that's and I, I don't know. I could be surprised. Are, are
1: you saying Dallas and Buffalo? No, no.
0: I'm saying Forty Nine er gets there, but they lose in the Super Bowl to Buffalo.
1: I think Buffalo either
0: Buffalo be... or Baltimore.
1: I, I'll come out and say Buffalo, since I was so sure of my Chargers Eagles pick at the beginning of the
0: year. <laughs> I might have been a year early. That might. Yeah, been a... my heart would like to see Buffalo win for all they've gone through as a franchise. But my head says it's Harbaugh's year. The whole family, they're all sitting at the adults' table. They're all you know, enjoying
1: it. Jackson's only won one playoff game. I mean, it r- run treading into dangerous territory. I
0: know, I know, I don't know. So that's I'll stick with that's,
1: that's sports. Ravens, isn't that, isn't that the isn't that the summary of what we know about sports? We truly don't know.
0: We don't know. Well, that's why you like open ended movies. You just don't know. Yes,
1: you don't know causes us to
0: think. Isn't that what your wife says about you every day? I just don't
1: know. Oh, she shakes her head and says, I just don't know about you. <laughs> that, that's a The mystery is still alive. That and... Please explain to me. Blah, 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 blah.
0: <laughs> and then she really knows the answer's not what she's really open for. No, it's, no. It's just ongoing drama. That's true. All right. It's been a while since we had a podcast. I enjoyed this one, Ernest. Thank you so much. And... The listener, dear listener, if you're a family friend or somebody just happened to chance on our podcast Part pardon the confusion, you can listen to us and go back and hear some previous episodes on any of your major podcast host channels, or you can just look up pardon the confusion and you can send me an e- email. I don't get many emails on for some strange reason what what's your email address Thank you for asking it's go blue Arnold. At gmail.com. And, Ernest, I have one last question to end this podcast for you. Yes. Who's got it better than us?
1: Well, me and you, collectively? Uh, lots of people. Rich people. Uh, people <laughs> he, with big contracts. He's not going to play the game, folks. People with healthy bodies. People with no debt. Don't people listen to no him. Anxiety.
0: Nobody. i oh, am
1: just answer your question. Nobody. Okay. Nobody. Nobody. If that's the magic word.
0: All right. There's so.
1: no one... Wizard of Oz, there's nobody behind the curtain. (laughs) We're all good.
0: Nobody. So I say, go Heels, go Blue. Have a good night.